All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to Make It Plain, Wayne, where we will heal, we will entertain, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. All right, so we are on the move, and I just couldn't wait to get this message out to you all. I just, I couldn't hold it in any longer. Uh, How do you handle the haters? How do you handle the bullies? How do you handle the snake-like you know, bites at the ankle from, uh, you know, the, the jealous and the bitter and, you know, just those generally unhappy people that just won't let you rise, won't let you succeed. Uh, they, they, they just have to have you on the ground when you're an eagle and you're built to fly. So how do you handle those people? And, and it's funny because I saw this immediately in a few different pathways as to how people handle uh, uh, bullies. How do you handle the haters? How do you handle the snakes, the vipers, the, the gnawing at the ankle? You know, how do you handle that? So, you know, is it revenge? You know, I just go right back at you, you know, as soon as I decide, <laughs> as soon as I get, get back up, is it self-defense? Well, we train the mind and the body how to respond and react in an athletic or or martial art type way. You know, we get the rebound, we take the block and and preserve our body. Uh, Do we turn the other cheek? Do we grow so much internally that now we understand the, the fullness of life and everything that is and isn't everything that was and will be? Or is it justice? Do you reach out to our armed forces? Do you reach out to the police? Do you let the police do the job? Do you let the army, the Navy, the military do the job? Do we let justice work for us and and get an attorney, get a lawyer and, and get a legal team involved? Or is it just living well? Is it just moving past that point and finding the silver lining and finding the, the elevated goal of what truly makes you happy instead of going back at them. So one thing I should probably say up front um, to make this clear is <laughs> if you already know how to handle the bullies, if you already know how to handle a hater or two or a hundred <laughs> or a billion, whatever it is that you know you do, you I, I don't know. You might be a politician, I don't know. But if you already know how to handle all this stuff, this is not for you. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to this and you already know how and you're dissecting what I'm doing, A, thank you for listening. B, why aren't you helping the people that need this help? And then C, if you're looking for new ideas, new tips, and you like to chat a little bit further, hey, I'm, I'm here. The email is active. The email is in my site, in my page. Please, uh, please reach out. So back to the topic, though. How do you handle the haters? Now, this is what recently happened to me. I know everyone has a story. All, uh, sadly, a lot of my stories are in, you know, high school and elementary days some are in college days but I had a lot when I you know chose to become an adult and enter 
you know, the working world and into the, the workforce. So, you know, sadly, maturity is not a marker for clarity or the end of immaturity. <laughs> a lot of times we'll find people, adults at our same age, that act more childish and more stuck up or, you know, more entitled than when we look at, you know, toddlers and, and kids of a certain age that are younger. So how do you deal with this? Now, I brought up the first one, which is, you know, pretty much my favorite, my favorite form of handling haters and my favorite form of handling, uh, you know, bullies and, and those snakes and biters. Um, and that's just revenge. You know, you've seen the John Wick story. You've seen Kill Bill. You know who Eric Killmonger is. I mean, you've seen New Jack City. You know Ice-T's character and how he had plot and plan to get back at, you know, Nino Brown. And you, you watched Iron Man and Civil War. And it, what's funny is Iron Man and Civil War was really just checking to see if Captain America was his friend. Because you find out, spoiler, 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 that Captain America's best friend is the one that assassinated Tony Stark's parents. So how do you get revenge on a man that was programmed to kill your parents and doesn't even remember or actually didn't have control? Revenge is such... I'm going to quote Kill Bill. It's it's a, a meal served cold. <laughs> and see, the thing about revenge, the greatest thing about revenge is you get to feel all of that the whole way through. That anger, that wrath, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. You get to be that wrath. You get to be that vengeance. But here's the only problem. I'm going to quote the great proverb. When two men are arguing from a distance, no one can tell who the fool is. So even though you might get that revenge, that person hits you, you hit them back. They cut you off, you cut them off back. They lied in court, you get to lie in court on them back. Yeah, you get to do all that stuff, but the thing about revenge is it's, it's not a very well thought out, thought out plan. Now, a strategy and revenge are two completely different things. And, and I'll get to that later because that's justice. But you and I know revenge is eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. And yes, that was our code. Yes, that was how we do things. But revenge is bloody. <laughs> revenge is rough, you know. You, you just... You, you might not get, get to keep your life in many circumstances with revenge. And, and one of those that I'm very familiar with that I try not to pay too much attention to is the news and showing road rage. And when we're looking at these people with road rage, that's the first thing on their mind. You cut me off. I, I got you back. I, I, mm -hmm, yep. I'll see you at the next exit. Let's go. I mean, sports, basketball, football, there's a dollar sign behind it. So, you know, if you punch on somebody and dunk on them, you know, <laughs> the, 
draws all in their face. If you dunk on somebody and then you get dunked on, well, yeah, they got you back. You clothesline somebody and tackle them, you know, for your wide receiver so that your wide receiver can run pretty down the field or you're running back down the field, you know, if you're, you know, that offensive tackle and, you know, they decide to get you back on the next play, hey, they got you back, you know. It's football. It's a man's game. You know, basketball is just it's an in your face intimidation game of of talent, charisma, uh, uh, emotion. I think I said character, character, skill, power, you know, deception, strategy, all of it. You know, mostly all of it is in is, is in both sports. So, yeah. You know, revenge does have its places where you can actually have fun with it. Only problem is revenge is so intoxicating. It is so, uh, uh, um, if I can say it this way, it can get you drunk. Like revenge can really get you drunk off of it. And before you know it, you are doing things and living a lifestyle of just revenge that doesn't even profit you. You just do things out of revenge on a daily basis, weekly basis, or, you know, at certain points. And when you look back, you have to explain it to the police. You have to explain it to a lawyer. You have to explain it in court. No, no matter who you explain it to, it looks bad. You, you just look sore but but hurt <laughs> you just look butt hurt sore ashy dry and and used up and that's the hard part it's almost as if revenge is a person that uses us revenge is almost like a, a, a like on a video game when you choose and select these different types of people in, you know, Fortnite or Street Fighter or Tekken or, you know, whatever video games you're playing, when you choose a different skin, <laughs> it's just like a mask on Halloween. You know, you put on the Thor mask, you put on the Black Panther mask, you put on the Iron Man mask. Well, you put on that mask and then when you're done, you know, at a certain time, you throw it away or throw it off to the side. And that's what revenge does to us. It just uses us up depletes all of your resources money time and then when it's done you're sitting in prison you're sitting in jail your 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 body is mangled and beaten and destroyed and you you don't have anything to show for it if you do have money or a company or you know some type of a win afterwards you have to hang on to that so tight because you didn't gain it out of uh, a well thought out, true, independent, and and power source. You gained it simply out of revenge. So the next one is self defense. Now this is by far uh, to me. <laughs> to me, I said revenge was my favorite. Um, self defense for me is is um, the best way, and a lot of times. You know, when people say self-defense, you automatically think, oh, women's self-defense class. Well, I mean this in several different ways. Protecting the body with, 
you know, a, a style of Kung Fu, of Karate, of Krav Maga, of Jiu Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, um, or women's self-defense. Excellent idea. Perfect. Everyone should, you know, know this. I specifically have a yearning and a burning and a passion that every woman would know self-defense and I don't mean that in the way that they will go out and attack men and be able to cry wolf anytime a man you know is upset that they can just beat them up and sucker them into court I mean this simply in the pathway of self-defense but self-defense can also mean calling CPS self-defense can also mean contacting HR anonymously Self-defense can also be means of not even being physical at all. So, you know, the big thing about a hater or a bully or, you know, these bitter, venomous people, they don't play by the rules. So you, you have to use your wisdom to trap them up. And if it's something that you are struggling with and whooped up by and beat on, you have to use something that they cannot get out of a container a box that will put them away and i don't mean away physically i mean technically it shuts them down so that in no way form or fashion can they no longer get away from it hide from it or fake or because what's the word i'm really trying to say they can't get out of it anymore. So now when they're bullying you, when they're a hater, when they're throwing all kinds of salt in your wound, it's recorded every time. So this is what I mean by self-defense. Self-defense is you being willing to stand there <laughs> and use the methods that you've been taught to record or to defend yourself in times of attack that are usually unaware you don't know what's coming or planned so you just know this car is going to cut you off every time you get on the road maybe you call the police and you let them know hey this guy cuts me off every morning at the same time maybe he's drunk maybe he's getting home from the bar at 2 a.m 3 a.m or whatever and then he goes out and does something i don't know hr this happens every time we have a company party. Or, yeah, like I said, self-defense. If you know that stuff is happening to people when they're walking home at night, there's nothing wrong with trying to you know, protect yourself. I've seen plenty of movies. I'm dramatic. I'm emotional. I've seen how it goes down. You know, something bad happens in the park or on the walk home. And, and then, you know, you got this big elaborate plot to go out and kill or beat up or destroy the people that did it yeah that's fine but like you think about it like there's there are forms of self-defense that are so amazing and strengthen uh, uh people so well and so much that that person will wish that they never touched you so let me go to the next one Let, let's turn the other cheek now this is one that i um i really struggle with nowadays because I am that nice guy and that nice person where I used to do this. And in my personal experience, I haven't seen this do much for people um, because it seems like this motto and this strategy has been taught to people 
that need to be more cognitive about their planning and their role in in society and how they need to move and be in society instead of just sitting there and, and letting somebody beat on them. So it um I don't know. It's not something that I'm really comfortable teaching to people because what you're initially saying is you can hit me and in time you will get caught. You can hit me and I'm so developed inside that it doesn't bother me. You can hit me and vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Now, I understand that. I, I think that's great. But the thing about a teaching and a wisdom and, and all things, <laughs> you have to use them. And letting someone harm your body, damage your car, spend your money, damage your credit, embarrass you, belittle you in front of people just so you can say that you turn the other cheek. That doesn't necessarily sound like the best school of thought. There's several places where uh, uh, high-ranking officials, leaders, speakers, uh, pastors, preachers would never allow that. I mean, to just think if our president or senators or pastor or preacher or teacher was standing up in front of a class and a man or woman walks up and slaps them, would they turn the other cheek? I mean, you think about it with our president right now, I mean, the Secret Service would be on that guy so fast, you know? So turn the other cheek. I don't know about that. If that is your way and you have been blessed in that and you have been healed in that and you have received uh, uh, numerous uh, thoughts and blessings of wisdom and healing and strength in that plan, you know, please let me know. I, I, I would love to hear uh, back from, you know, you all. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. I need to take a quick break and I will wrap up with you all. I've got a few more things to share with you after we get back from this break. I'll see you soon. All right, so welcome back. Let's make it plain, Wayne. And we're talking about handling the haters. And um, the last two, you know, pieces of of uh, <laughs> of your resolution and how you solve or handle these haters. Um, the first one is justice, and this is something that you know I am I am newly familiar with as an adult um, because there have been times where. I don't need to be that uh, force of justice. And I really have no business trying to be that. I mean, I've had to call the police for an ambulance. I've had to call the police for people. I've had to call the police even for like a complaint because you just got, you got to think. Like I'm, I was trying to think, like one of my first jobs out of uh, college uh, I had to get up at four and four thirty and five every morning, and while doing that, I was uh, I was in an apartment where some, you know, uh, I think kids, 
maybe a few years younger than me were out partying in the um, pool after hours. Now, here's the thing. If they would have invited me (laughs) or if I would have been single at the time, easy peasy, great. But this little after hours party was taking place, you know, (laughs) in the middle of the apartment complex with nothing but apartments surrounding them. And the thing I thought was kind of odd was I was the only person that called the police and said something. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. This wasn't in the hood. This wasn't in the inner city because you that you that gets ate up real quick. <laughs> you you might have get shot at and, and, and had to fight somebody. Um, but, you know, you pay a lot of money to live in these nice apartments. And do I want to go out there and fight with everybody and then can't make it to work because I broke my hand on some, you know, dude's face <laughs> or rolled my ankle because I was fighting by the pool and slipped on some water trying to take somebody down. You know, do I is that smart? Is that really adulting? Is that really how I want to do this? So I got to get up at 5 a.m. So I go out and fight somebody. So, yeah, like I said, like revenge is a dish best served cold. I'm not serving it. You know, it's not a it's not a requirement. You know, revenge is not a requirement. It is a choice. And I mean, you can leave it up to somebody else. I'm not saying you hire an assassin or something, but or a hitman or dirty work. If you've seen that movie, but it justice letting the police, the FBI, the lawyers, you know, do that. It does work. It doesn't always work exactly the way you want it or how soon you want it. You know, we we want justice. We don't want it to just be us. I know that. Like, I know that. I've heard that plenty of times. Um, It's just... It is hard. It, It really is hard. Because a lot of people have, over the years, lost more and more trust lost trust with the police where we still have um you know all shades you know not just white but you know latino black you know mexican people enlisting in the service so you know when people think to call the police i want to say there usually is a community that will and community that won't and the thing about it is when I've lived in those communities where you do, you know something's going to happen immediately. You know they're going to come out. You know they're going to help. So, you know, that's my experience with them where I did call and they did come out. <laughs> and, you know, have I been profiled? Yes. Have I been pulled over for doing nothing? Yes. Um But, you know, which is another podcast, you know, I know how to handle myself during those times. Should I have to know how to handle myself during those times? I don't know. (laughs) I I know one thing. I want to drive home. I want to make it home. So I will act accordingly. (laughs) And Hey, maybe that's for you. You know, you want to Uncle Tom and, and Coon and 
all of that, you know, for, for what I just said, hey, I get it. I understand, but I got to make it home. You know, there's, there's a process that I'm going to abide by and go by each and every day. I drive on the roads. When the, right, when the red light says stop, I stop. When the green light says green, I go. Police officer pulls me over, I stop. If he says some things, I say some things back. And, you know, then I go home. But I don't do that in a way that's going to make them do anything. So, you know, I mean, people have taught classes on this, on how to interact with the police, how to engage the police best. And uh, honestly, I've been to a few of those classes because of speeding tickets. So, you know, maybe it was a, a blessing in disguise, but me actually breaking the law <laughs> taught me how to deal with the law a little bit better. And I never meant to do anything wrong. I wasn't trying to go to jail. I wasn't trying to get speeding tickets or, or you know, get tickets for insurance or, you know, any of that. But those things happen. And on, on the law side, I was wrong. I did not mean to be, though. So that's just the thing with justice and the police and lawyers and attorneys no, it does not always happen the way you want it to and and i feel like you know for most black people to be um systematically disenfranchised as a people yes we do have that hesitation to trust the police but then you'll always meet and find a police officer that you do like that you do confide in sometimes they might even be in your own family so Justice works. I just can't tell you when and how fast. Um, but it is an option. Instead of revenge, it is an option. It's a great option, but I can't tell you with 100%, 200% certainty how and how fast it, how, when and how fast it works. Um, the last, the last one and the final one that I just, I love, I love, I love. And I wish this for everybody, which is the best revenge is living well. Oh, yes. Yes, please. You were bullied in high school and college because of your weight, because of your stutter, because you had buck teeth, because you had crooked teeth, because you had bad skin or acne. And now, 20 and 30 years later, you have a six-pack abs. You have a butt better than an action figure, Avengers, Thor, Hulk, Black Panther. You got everything you want, everything you need. And you are so much better off than the people that insulted you, than the people that hurt you from that you know poor ghetto school, from that hick town, from that small town, from that venomous, viperish you know, high school out in the suburbs from that, you know, private school that your parents forced you to go to that you hated. You're finally above it all. And you have every right to gloat. You have every right to rub it in their face. You have every right to say whatever you want to say, because now, and, and I've actually experienced this, you're on the giving end of all of that critique you're no longer on the receiving end of it you can dish it out but honestly now being in my position and seeing those people that might have hurt me or done me wrong 
it's kind of sad because at that time as a young man I might have really believed that they had it made they had the life they had Jordans you know they had this that you know they had Carl Kanai and K-Swiss and cross colors and and Jabos and <laughs> the Fila's and all these nice clothes and the albums and the music and the cars and the girls and and then when you see them later and you see that they have you know not even half of that in the adult world and yeah you might have had cookie crumbs on your your lip you might have had shirts from Goodwill you might have you know, had to wear a couple pairs of shoes and re-super glue them just so they would stay together. And you might have had to do poor things but keep a rich mentality. But now that you know how to save your money and effectively use it, you're doing what Warren Buffett is doing and you're making money, not spending money. And the people that had everything that you wanted don't have any money in the bank so they can't finance their ideas they can't talk about what they want to do next they're not buying land they're not acquiring companies they're not thinking of joint business deals they're not donating money to charity they're not giving gifts and offerings of over a thousand dollars but you are so the best revenge is living well is a strategy that, oh my God, I just, I absolutely love. And if I could give it to everyone, I would. It, 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 it is a separation and an elevation that is heavenly. Because honestly, heaven and hell cannot, they can't even sit on the same street. <laughs> you can't. You can't have a massage and be a millionaire and have a perfect body and look great and be happy and have the company and have the money and have your name at the top of a building and laugh and have the joy and still be hurt about what happened in third grade, what happened in junior year or getting kicked down the stairs and yeah, you broke your wrist. I'm trying to break the fall, but the best revenge is living well. It really is. And and that's why I really wanted to, you know, set this up and send this to you all. It was just too juicy for me to sit on. And I think when I was a kid watching, um, you know, Seinfeld, I saw it and I was just like, wow, he did say that the best revenge is living well. And I 100% believe that. Which would you rather have? To do to that person exactly what you did to them or have so much money and power <laughs> that you could buy the building that they live in and evict them but you don't you can change the name of the charity that gives them money you can change the name of the company that employs them you can change the name of the bank where <laughs> where they store their money you can change the name of the loan or student loan that they're paying back to. Like, which would you rather have? More power and more money or stay on that same level? And like I said earlier, from a distance, 
the wise can't tell the difference between two fools or who is the fool when two men are arguing all right well hey i love you all i hope you love me back this has been an amazing podcast and i I just had to get this off my chest because so many of you have spent so much time locked up in what a bully did to you in what a hater did to you or those snakes or those little biters at the ankle and what they've stolen from you but I just want to leave you with this final note. Sorry. I I know I said I was going to leave you, but the people that keep talking about what they don't like, I've noticed, and I hate to make it sound this simple. The people that keep talking about what they don't like, keep getting more of what they don't like. The people, the jerks, the, the, the money hungry power uh, or, or happy people, that keep talking about what they want to get or talking about what they will get or refuse to, you know, accept, keep getting that. Yep. Uh, You know, it's going to be a million dollar year, million dollar year. The people keep talking about a million dollar year, keep having million dollar years. People keep talking about, yeah, you know, moving up to this next level. You know, I'm going to be doing this next year and doing that. And, you know, this year is great, but next year is going to be greater. This year's great, next year is gonna be greater. Well, the the next year is greater. So what are you programming? What are you programming into yourself? Really? Question mark. And I mean, is are you taking the radio station that the hater gave you and just leaving it on full volume and driving yourself crazy? If you're doing that, please change the station. There's much better music. The best revenge is living well. There's much better music. You don't have to listen to 77.7. You can listen to 88.8 and go one number up. So that's all I'm saying. It's time for a shift. It's time for a move. Everybody that talks seasonal talks never fully elaborates on what happens in each season. In, in the in the fall, you're supposed to have everything stored up and ready to go for the winter. Because if you go through four seasons, you know this. You cannot go outside in the wintertime like it's spring or summer or the fall. Fall is my favorite time of year. You just can't do it. So you got to know what to do in each season. For somebody to say it's your season will mean that there's going to be a time when it's not your season. You have to know what is what you're going to do in that time when it's not your season. You got to have food jarred and Ziploc bags full of, you know, things that you can eat. And you, you got to have your meal plan ready and your, your meal prep. <laughs> you got to have that stuff ready for the cold, for the winter time. And it does get cold and it does get into winter time. All right. I'm going to let you all go. Hope you had a great time listening to this message. I had a great time giving it. I love you. I hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.